Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Invisible Not Broken. So this is a little special, but first I want to do a little housekeeping and I want to read you one of the reviews that someone so incredibly kindly left for us on iTunes. Um, thank you so much for this. I feel so much better just listening and learning about other people's chronic illnesses and about chronic illness in general. I only have one sick friend in real life to have conversations with and it definitely makes me feel like I have more sense they make it such a real down-to-earth conversation with their sharing of experiences that I also have. It is so appreciated, this podcast. Y'all are the best. Okay, first off, props for y'all. Thank you so much, Savannah Braun. Um, if you have not left us a embarrassingly nice thing to say, please head on over to iTunes. It's one of the best places you can go to. Just give us that wonderful five-star review and say something absolutely lovely. Okay, so... On to this week's episode, and I am so excited about this because our secret Spoonie episode, um, wow, that just kind of blew up our, our um, podcast. We have been getting so many letters from you all, and um, it's been one of our most popular episodes. So the secret Spoonie strikes again and gave us installment number two. I'm going to read it um, out loud just for anyone who has any visual issues or if you would just rather listen to this in the car, I'm just going to read it word for word um, as it came to me from the incredibly elusive and secret spinny. By the way, everyone, I have been sending um, your emails that are talking about how much you appreciate the secret spoony to the secret spoony. And um, wow, this person has really, um, really felt all the, the care and concern and you just don't know how much it means to all of us when you write us nice letters and say nice things to us. I mean, Kiros and I, we thrive on the scratch behind the ears and the secret Spoonie, um, this is someone who is pretty isolated in their chronic illness. So when you say nice things, I send it right on over and it really makes this person's day. All right, enough of that. I will go on to read the wonderful words of the secret Spoonie called Hidden in Plain Sight. The Secret Spoonie Part 2 Origins. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Hidden in Plain Sight. For those of you just joining me, my intent is for this to be a monthly column about the trials and tribulations of living life with invisible illnesses that most people don't know about. To recap, over the last 28 years, I have had numerous surgeries and a handful of minor ones, in addition to dozens of other often invasive medical procedures. I've had organs removed and a metal plate and cage implanted in my neck. I have been formally diagnosed with spinal stenosis, fibromyalgia, ankylosing spondylitis. I am so sorry. Y'all are just going to have to head on over to, to the show notes, and I promise I will link all these, and I will do my best to pronounce it correctly. Um, peripheral neuropathy, Raynaud syndrome, and stage 4 endometriosis. I've done podcasts on this. You would think I would have this pronunciation down. So sorry, everyone. I am not entirely closeted, as some people do know about my medical conditions, but for the most part, I live my life in a state of semi-secret. I hope that what I write here will resonate with some of you who might be in a similar position and let you know that you are not alone. By now, some of you have been wondering why I choose to live like this. The question I get from most people when they hear about my medical situation is, why don't you talk about that? Often, this sounds less like a question and more like an accusation, as in, why didn't I know about that? And herein lies one of the many dilemmas of being a closeted, chronically ill person. If the idea is that I choose, willingly, willfully, not to openly disclose, disclose my situation to everyone I meet, 
then why is the response often indignant surprise with a veneer of anger when I do? While those who are also chronically ill usually seem concerned, I get the distinct impression that people who are not chronically ill themselves feel almost entitled to know everything about what is going on in my medical life. I don't know why this is the case, but I have some theories. I believe that today, in the 21st century, the age of social media is everywhere. And all that it offers, many people have come to expect unfettered access to a stunning amount of readily available information. Sometimes this information is of a personal nature. Anyone can follow a celebrity on Instagram and immediately know what she ate for breakfast that morning. In today's media-saturated world, we have access to almost unlimited data. Much of it, what would probably be considered private in nature, with the click of a key or the swipe of a finger, we can peer into the most intimate details of people's lives, sometimes figuratively, sometimes literally. We now live in an era where privacy is no longer the expectation. In fact, some seem to see it as a sort of privilege. This, however, was not always the case. I realize that many people with chronic pain often long for a diagnosis, sometimes for what must be brutal decades at a time. It was the exact opposite for me. I was diagnosed at a relatively young age, in my early 20s. At a time when most young people, myself included, longed to seem as normal, while simultaneously trying to forge some sense of self-identity from the bittersweet ravages of post-puberty. It was this internal struggle that ultimately led to my decision to hide my invisible illness from the world at large. Of course, those in my innermost circle had to know, because how else could I describe my reasons for staying home to rest rather than going out with my friends on a Saturday night? More often than not, as soon as I heard the car pull away, I was on the couch with a heating pad. I think that more than anything else, it was my desire not to be seen as sick that made me do it. As a newly minted young adult, I didn't want to be thought of as not fun, the one left behind, or even worse, not invited in the first place. It was also the early 1980s, long before social media was a glint in someone's eye. There was no understanding of online communities, safely anonymous support groups, no way to quickly search for what each new symptom meant. My biggest fear was always that I would be ostracized from my own social community, one based largely on having fun and sharing experiences together. Turns out that my fears were not completely unwarranted. I have lost some friends along the way. With each additional diagnosis or another surgery, certain people in my life have faded into the background. Some slip slowly from the friend slot into acquaintance, one. Others disappeared entirely. In some cases, it felt like a natural progression, while in others, it was a devastating loss. I guess you learn who your real friends are when the chips are down. Maybe the best thing about being a secret spoonie is also the worst thing about it. If I'm able to effectively hide my invisible illness from people, I don't get their condescending pity, but I also don't get the sweet understanding. As many of you already know, being chronically ill is a challenge in many respects, both physical and mental. And sometimes we need a little help from our friends, 
even when, maybe especially when, we don't want to ask for it. Having an invisible illness makes things both easier and harder. We can hide in plain sight, but we also risk not being seen when we want to be, when we need to be. Living in secret has served me well in some respects, and others, not so much. My choice to live like this has been both a liability and a form of protective armor. The paradox of being closeted and chronically ill. Thanks for reading. Until next time, Secret Spoonie. If you have any comments or questions or something you would like to see covered in a future column, please feel free to contact at secretspoonie at gmail.com. And I don't think, I can't imagine anyone saying any of this better. Um, That just defies me even trying to sum it up. So all I will say is please go ahead and contact the Secret Spoonie at the email Um, go to our show notes. I'm going to link everything um, that the Secret Spoonie was discussing. And hey, until next week, be kind, be gentle, and be a badass. And hey, also share this episode. I'm sure there's some people in your life out there who would really get something from hearing from the Secret Spoonie. Take care, everyone.